Welcome to your Joyful Riches podcast, where you gain precious tips for easily igniting your full spectrum wealthy life. Join us every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific with your friends and families because we all want and deserve to be wealthy and happy. This podcast is powered by Anchor FM by Spotify. Anchor FM is the super awesome free podcast made easy platform. And for this week, we welcome Enolia. Thank you for joining us, Enolia, all the way from Angola. What an honor it is. Please share with us if you if you don't mind. What is what is it that you do? Well, I wear a few different hats as a international speaker, as a women's empowerment coach and working with empowerment. I also work with, um, well, I'm an author and a writer and um, I, I love engaging people. I just love engaging people and working in, within retreats. So, yes. Oh, that is so wonderful. So what brings you to do what you do with the women, women empowerment and, and so forth? How, how, how long have you been doing this and how, what brings you into this? Well, it's really funny because I've been doing it for years. And I guess it really started back when I started working in corporate. What I found myself was that I was coaching women constantly and I was coaching them at all levels of the organization. So in taking that aspect of working and mentoring women in a corporate level, um, it was interesting because you have to know a little bit of my story of how it kind of twists and turns, and I'll share that. It is at, at the latter half of my, my career in corporate, we each reach a precipice sometimes when we're like, okay, how did I get here? What am I doing? Do I like what I'm doing? Is this really who I am? And when that precipice came for me, there was something else I wanted to do. I've always had this love of indigenous cultures, of indigenous um, traditions. And because as an African-American, I was not able to embark on my own because it was in Africa, we were separated. And if anyone knows the history of, of America, we understand exactly what I'm saying. But I'm also native. I also have Cherokee as part of my bloodline. And so I decided that I was going to embark on understanding my native traditions. And I met my first elder, a grandmother. Grandmother is a, a very affectionate title for a medicine woman named Isabel Mwasaki of the Ojibwe Nation. And she took me under her wing. And from that moment forward, I met a series of what I would term as grandfather or grandmother um, elders, which are medicine women, medicine men, who in turn shared with me, taught me, encapsulated everything that I knew and wanted to learn from them. And then that laid the foundation of how I approach empowerment that laid the foundation of my mentorship and working with people and individuals in terms of teaching people to celebrate self and bringing them through that rite of passage to understanding that 
they are worthy, they are powerful, and they are extraordinary beings. <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful. What a beautiful story. And, and almost the way as you, you know, I, I love how you imply in there where you, you look for this and it might not be African culture to start with, but you do right where you are, which is being part of uh, being a Native American as well. You start there and then it just kind of develop and, and help shape sounds like your journey and your growth. And that is so beautiful. Do you, what would you, your, what, what would your recommendations, your suggestions, for your, your tips for people who says, you know, I really am longing on connecting back to who I am. Perhaps many of us has different background, different cultural background. What, what would you say the first step for people who just say, you know what, I, I do just feel a longing to connect back to my roots. You know, I think that everyone hits like a time in their life when this takes place, right? You might have been in that job for many, many years and you're like, I really just, my, my soul, not even my heart, my soul says, I wanna do something else. But you look at the responsibilities and you look at everything that, that's weighing on you and, and you just stick it out. And I guess what I would say is don't just stick it out, figure it out, make, the change, make a switch, find what you love, find what you're passionate about and truly embrace it and dare to allow that to be your work or your vocation. Cause number one, it doesn't feel like work. Number two, you'll wake up every day with a smile on your face. Um, and you really touch the hearts of others when you're doing what you love. And so for me, when I came to that time and I dared to take that risk and step into it, it was a huge and significant change in my life. But one that was positive, one that I would not even have dared to imagine how happy I would be in the end of, of basically taking that risk. And so, you know, that longing, all of the things I dreamed of, I, I actually had the opportunity to encounter and do. Wow. And so, I, number one tip, don't push away your dreams. I, I have this saying, I would say to you, dream a beautiful dream or you will be dreamt. Which means that if you don't create a vision for yourself and dare to step into it, then all, all you do your whole life is fulfill what other people's judgments and perceptions are of you. And you live your life that way. And that's not a way to live. No, no, that's absolutely not the way to live. So if you look back at your journey and all the things that you have done, is there something that you look back if you when you look back and sometimes this happened as we as we grow and learn right you look back you're like you know what looking back i would not have done that is there something like that in your journey that might benefit others 
Wow, there's many things in my journey. <laughs> many, many things in my journey. Um, I remember when I, um, I I was diagnosed being sick. I was I was having major, major problems with my lymphatic system. And um, one of the things that I did is not only implement the self-discipline to to overcome that that trauma naturally but i walked 100 miles across the east and west savo parks of kenya 10 miles a day 10 days with the maasai i never would have dreamt about doing that that was a high a true high in my life you know um i remember being in new zealand and being introduced to the Wayataha and that tribe and and understanding the teachings, understanding the importance and the foundation that they live and embracing that with the grandmother elders who shared their wisdom with me. That was another high. And actually, I have to say that each culture I've encountered, I've encountered the Mapuche um, tribe of Chile. I've worked with um, Amazonian women in Brazil. I've met Sangomas in South Africa and here in Angola meeting the Ovumbundu people. It's, it's been extraordinary. Extraordinary. And I never would have done that if I just ignored my soul's calling and stayed in my corporate job, which wasn't by any means you know, something to be like, oh, down about, none whatsoever. But there was a whole life that I was missing that I got to embrace because I dared to take a risk and change my life. And that's beautiful. I love that because sometimes people wait until things are super bad uh, in, instead of listening for their calling. And and so many people's like, oh, if you got a corporate job, stay in there unless it's unbearable. But you also sounds like as uh, as you give example, we have an, an options of actually listening to our higher calling and you might still enjoy your, you might have a good job, but really what sounds, what what your soul really call you, what your 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 what life really call you to do. And, and amazing how this you are, you've been global basically from every continent and, and 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 doing such great work and now you have a new book uh, a newer book coming uh that, that just come up isn't it um share us about your book would you if you don't mind oh i, I i'd love to the name of my book is enolia um how i found my sovereign voice with my grandmother elder and really what it is it's about my journey it's about my life journey how it started out how um what I learned in corporate was great for corporate. And when I dared to expand my vision and expand my world and work with the indigenous people, how that foundation of the corporate didn't serve me at all. I made every mistake in the book, every mistake in the book. And that whole sense of entitlement, that whole sense of, you know, somebody owes me, that whole sense of take what you want doesn't work, didn't work not for that scenario, doesn't work for that scenario, not good. And so what it did is that it taught me that transition in my life, how to harmonize and be at peace with myself, be at peace with, with 
Mother Earth and the land and nature and not try to overtake it, overcome it, or control it, you know, or feel like I'm entitled, you know, to aspects of it. Um, it, it just taught me a different way, and it taught me a different way that served me, and it taught me a different way that brought me in at peace within, inside my heart. And so I wouldn't switch that for anything in the world. And so my book is about not only going through those ups and downs of, of those lessons learned within life, but I also created a workbook that sums up the lessons that I learned in the actual book. And then it actually allows you to reflect in your own life with questions in the workbook so that you can learn from my story and you can learn from the lessons that I learned from. So I'm really excited to be able to share that. And it's literally how I found my voice, how I found my authenticity, my compassion, and what I'm passionate about and how I found peace in my heart. Oh, that is so beautiful. That is the, a lot of book tells about someone's story, but for you to take it to a step further, that it's actually help people learn and found their voice as well, sounds like, tells and help uh, discover where they are and empower them. That is really, that's an extra step that is so beautiful and so wonderful. Tell us, how do people find your book and how do they connect with you? So people can find my book on Amazon, all right, under Enolia. If they look it up as just my name, E-N-O-L-I-A, they can grab a hold of the book and the workbook. And I also have a couple of CDs out there, too, just under my name, Enolia. Um, it's not a common name, so that way it's not hard to, to, to find and search on. But that's the best way to be able to get a hold of my book. You can also go on my website at enolia.live. And um, I have a section there um, along with my book. Um, people have worked through my book and also found that my master class is helpful also. So I do have a master class based on the same premises. So, And they can, uh, they can learn about the master class on your website. Yes, they can. And at the end of my book, it also points to that masterclass. So yes. Oh, how beautiful. That is wonderful. Yes, it is so, so beautiful to be able to hear. And I've, uh, we've chat a few times before to be able to, uh, you, you are rich of, of experience and even richers of wisdom in very, uh, very kind and grounded and and like you say it's truly though you you have the word beautifully there harmonized to be to be in harmony with life and nature right and that's the best way where we can allow flow so that's that's really beautiful uh thank you so much for sharing about the book to us and for for your journey as we close this do you have a final message for our listener for our audience on how mm. we can create a beautiful, joyful, thriving life based on your experience? Well, based on my experience, I would say find your peace. Mm. And when I mean find your peace, find what it is that brings you peace and really embark on that peace. We are so distracted with all of the emotional states that we can, we can fluctuate through with dealing with the day-to-day -day norm of, of our life. And 
really what happens is that as we embark on that day-to-day -day norm and we have the ups and downs of life, we don't take a breath. We don't have the opportunity to just sit still, to just come to our own peace, to reflect on our day, to find what it is that makes us happy within. And it's because when you're happy inside, you impact everybody outside of you. You impact their day with your smile, with your love, with your passion, with your compliments. And when you're really feeling it, it just spreads. You're paying it forward. So find your peace so that when you engage that person, when you have that smile and you say, oh, you know what? You made my day. You're really making theirs. You're really making theirs. That is beautiful. And that is so true. When you are peaceful, happy and joyful inside, then it will shine through and as a ripple effect on everybody. That is so beautiful. I love that so much, Inolia. Thank you so much. Thank you, Inolia, for sharing your with us today. And for you, my friends who are listening to this, please share one or two gold nuggets in the comments so we can continue learning from each other. And thank you for joining us. Please share this podcast with your friends and family so they too can find their way, their soul calling, their peace and triumph. And this is Dr. Burjit Ten, your grief transformation specialist for individuals and businesses, founder of the International Childhood Cancer Charity and United States Country Chair for G100 Global Networking, All Ladies League. And I love you very, very much. Sending much love to you. I see that you make it a thriving day, my friend. And we will see you again next week here on Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. And you make it a beautiful, thriving week.